are you guys? Okay. You know, life is life. Adulting is fucking hard. Yeah. My adult my adult life is hard. I've been trying to get my shit together. My my yo, Phil actually asked me like if I was okay cuz I've been missing work. Not missing work, but I've been work- working from home. You know what you do a lot? You say people's names. I have no idea who that is. Who's Phil? Phil is uh I guess technically like my manager or whatever, my supervisor. Okay. That's for our listeners um, that don't know. Okay. <sighs> I do do that a lot. But anyway, he asked me if I was okay because I've just been working from home like more than I should be. And I'm like, yeah, I'm chilling, but like I'm trying to get my life together because I don't know. I just I've been all over the place. So mm-hmm. now that I'm back, I'm trying to get myself right on track, <laughs> focused to <It's a> track. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, on track. Um, I'm trying to be focused. I'm trying to just plan my shit out and execute. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Because my body was breaking down on me because um, I was trying to do too much. So now I'm like refocusing my energies and shit. And getting it together, you know. I also do this thing where I talk really low for no fucking reason. Um, so I got to stop doing that. Uh, When? Like just now. <laughs> nah, sis. Yeah. We know in the podcast you speak loud. We know. Okay. I was doing this while I was talking. That's what I'm talking about. You want to fight? <laughs> I'll win. But anyway. <laughs> Why? Who left like that? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, that, but I will win. Alice like, Alice like, right. <laughs> she, She's a referee. Anyways, <laughs> I'm so proud of you for noticing that you were burning out and that oh. your body was going through it and that you decided like yo let me take a step back refocus my energy so good for chill. you friend thank you yeah how about you ali yeah the same you know i've been taking time to you know get a little r and r it's important when when you know you need to take some time to rest and you know having surgery and needing to recover from that and it's just really important for me to get recentered, and I'm ready to get back to it and get back on my grind. And why you interrupting my grinding? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and, I ain't and- sorry. Get it? Get it. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, <laughs> uh, you definitely interrupted her fucking testimonial. I'm fucking dead. <laughs> Ali, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm just I'm I'm ready to be back at a hundred. Same. Yeah. I, I, I think like I just I've had too many things going at the same time that I haven't been able to like really like focus. Um, and it, it, it's made me like just like spiritually upset, but also like my body was like, bitch. So I'm ready to cut that shit out. Word. With me at least, um, it's just I feel like we spoke about this like a few episodes ago um, when we touched upon, upon uh, what was it? Deacon, know yourself, know your worth. Uh-huh. Um, which is basically being patient with yourself. Oh, yeah. And being patient with things around you as well. So I've had, been having a really hard time with that, especially when you need things to work out for, on your favor, like ASAP, and they don't. It's just like, when? When is this shit going to get right? So I've been struggling with that a lot and. 
learning to take a step back from and understanding that there's outside things also that I cannot control. So I have a big issue with control and things that I can't control have no control over them shits get to me because <laughs> it's just like I can't do nothing about it you know um but anyways let's get more into that today and I feel like we should start the show off and we already know where I'm gonna start well I already told you from the beginning that adulting is hard so ask some cheese <laughs> I'm Evie this is Ali and I'm Julie and this is the get cheese where we serve you cheese man with side of life lessons every Thursday at five but on that note, <laughs> yeah, today our topic of conversation is a very important topic given the fact also that it is Mental Health Awareness Month. So we thought it was very important that we actually touched upon this. I know many of you guys um, may need to hear this or would like to hear us uh, talk more about it because it's, it's not spoken a lot, especially not in our communities. Mm. Um Mm, right? Mm. <laughs> but yeah, we have a few topics we're going to cover today in regards to um, mental health. And we do hope you guys, uh, well, it touches one of you or you guys are able to get something out of this conversation today. Yeah. Um, well, recently, let's just, because, uh, you know, we are Chisme also, and we are going to touch upon um, some... Uh, pop culture while we talk about mental health um recently my girl um janae released a freestyle yo i saw that as soon as i see freestyle as soon as i see freestyle right next to anything she's gonna release yes i was like i know i'm ready i was like ready. she about an ether she about an ether big sean one time <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> and yo i went from saying real bitch give a fuck about it with city girls to then seconds later i was out here like go figure you were the trigger i'm triggered <laughs> yo i was triggered that was some repeat shit i even like made a video put it up me singing the song listen i was triggered i was like fucking right i'm bitter i was bitter and mad and eggs that doesn't exist because i was in my feelings i was like i feel you sis but no, when it comes to her, I feel like what she does a lot is that she, she's great at this. Is that she, she writes her own music, obviously, and she also uses her music to to express herself and liberate her her feelings or her or these thoughts that she may have. Mm-hmm. And I, and that's what she did with this song. Um, what do you guys think about this? Uh, well, this song and. Her using music to um, express these issues. Well, I think that just contributes to her being a great artist. Is that she's yes. able to take her life experiences and channel them into music. And I think she's actually one of the more underrated artists. I don't think that she gets enough radio play and i don't think that she gets enough recognition for the artistry that she does put out i think that she does have you know her lyrics just they're always they always touch on important subjects and i feel like she connects very well with her audience and yeah and that she's just Mm -hmm. always able to convey great emotion and i just think that she's always able to produce great artwork because she writes about what she's experiencing yeah 
Absolutely. I think that's uh, that's healing too. Also, being able to to take your emotions and your pain and 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 turn it into art. I don't um, see her. Yeah, I don't see her as somebody who sits at home and cries about whatever happens to them. I see her as a strong figure that takes whatever situation happens to her and channels it into something great. That yes. that that is the greatest defense mechanism that anybody can have and I think that she has mastered mm. that also in her age like she talks about this she she's like I'm not a little girl you know a lot of mm. people they hear me sing they hear me speak and they're like oh you know she's just some 20 something or whatever and she's like no mm. I'm a grown ass woman like right. I've been yeah. around the block a couple times I've had my heart broken I've been through shit like, like yes and nothing is going to break me so that's just where I'm at with her as an artist yes I'm ready for her to release music. Um, we it's talked about this early. Yeah, no, no, no. We talked about this early um, on in the podcast um, about this, exactly about this, about how she, how she produces raw, just real content that we enjoy. Um, so I was really excited to see this freestyle out um, just because I feel like she warming up, she getting ready, and she about to hit me with some fire. Uh, and yes. I'm, I'm I'm completely ready for it. I'm completely ready oh. for it. I, I I'm actually mm-hmm. no, I'm ready to be in my feelings. Yes. Oh yeah, a thousand percent. I love, and that's something that I just love about Janae. She's like, even just this song. Like it's it's not it's not the best song, but like when you sit down and you like listen and you read the lyrics, she takes like, you there. Damn, bitch, that's me. Yes, that's I'm triggered too. I'm- bitch, <laughs> we, we triggered. <laughs> like it's a us thing now. No, but to add on that and and just like. Like you mentioned, it's very healing. Now, yeah, what comes with her releasing such raw material also is a backlash of some people saying she's toxic Ooh. because she's because she's so open about like, yeah, I used to do X, Y, and Z. I don't want to go back to my old ways. And she's always talking about her and her feelings about some heartbroken shit she's been through or something like you know, very. That's a like, good point. Yeah, heartbreaking that she's been through or. Obviously, she's not always the victim. Like, we're not always the victims. Like, shit happens. Like, yeah. accountability is part of, of her truth that she speaks about in her music. Mm. One thing okay. that comes with that also is a backlash from people saying, again, these are people taking things out of context and not reading into things, not actually listening. Um, it's saying, oh, this is toxic be- behavior. This is her talking all of this about quote unquote big sean why does she have to uh, have make this song and release this song and say that oh uh i don't want to go back to my old ways with you i'm triggered who knows what i might do like that's not what she's saying at all and she actually had to write like five tweets paragraphs to explain that where it was coming from yeah like one Mm. it was at night i was frustrated i was really passionate really uh bitter feeling bitter and uh, had all these emotions and instead of me doing anything, what I did is I put it into my music. Yeah. And this was a moment in time, something that I was feeling at the moment. And I'm past that. I, I, I'm through it. I went through it. Like, I'm, I'm out of that because I was able to express myself. Right. Yeah. This was healing for me. She expressed, she had to express that. But uh, I saw a lot of backlash. Like, oh, yeah. All, all the, um, what is it? Toxic women about to be triggered. And it's like... <sighs> says no that's not what we're doing but that's usually the response when people you know when people try to talk about things that have happened to them and like negative experiences and even with mental health there's always some kind of negative stigma attached to it when big Mm. sean himself started talking about mental health and took a moment to say you know my mental health 
is not where it should be. My relationships are not where there should be. My relationship, even with my own mother, is not where it should be because I'm not where I'm at mentally. And people need to people need to be okay with being able to talk about what's going on with them and and have a space where they can express themselves. And like I said with with Janae, she's able to take her art and use her art as therapy, where she can work it out into a song. Yes, yes. But so I'm trying to understand what exactly is the the negative backlash that is that is like being put out there. Like what, what exactly about, let's say, let's talk about the song specifically. What exactly about this is being seen as negative? The fact that she's honest, that she's triggered, that she's, that she's like done some stupid shit that, you know, she's like, okay, I, I want to, I want to get past this. Or there's certain things that you do that make me feel insecure. Like, I don't, I don't see. Yeah. So what people, I, I, I am with you a hundred percent. Yeah. People's uh, idea is of Janae period. Cause Janae has songs such as the worst yeah um, yeah her whole album sold out sold out or sold out mm-hmm. and now this every time she she has a powerful message and she actually is out here being honest about her truth people seem to look at that as her being toxic her behavior being toxic because of mm. what she speaks about in her songs um a lot of men who are insecure are like are saying that like oh all the toxic mm. women are gonna be out here this summer listening to Janae triggered uh, shit like that so it's basically they're just I just feel like like Ali said when people are being their uh, honest truth selves about their own mental situation and this is not even a mental issue she was just being she was just expressing herself and something that she was going through um, people mm. often look at that in in, in a negative uh, perspective. Um, because people are used to just want to get like lit and live and shit. Like, no, like we people go through stuff, and the whole the whole point of being a musician is being able to express these feelings, which is something she's great at. And right. another, yeah, another thing too is that our boy Big Sean, he mm-hmm. did release that video where he after a okay. while after a long time he took a break from social media from yes like, everything. Yes. And then he released this, uh, like, what, three-minute video talking about why he took a mental break? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was basically talking about how he, was, he wasn't he was feeling himself, so he needed yes. to take a step back and, yes. and and get some sort of clarity on why he was feeling these ways, on why he wasn't 100 in everything he was doing. So a lot of what happened with, with him releasing that video and then uh, Janae going ahead and released this song cor- correlated in a way. Oh, so, I see. Okay. So people were saying, oh, she's the one who's toxic because uh, my man sits over here taking a step back and having a, a mental break. And uh, here Janae is talking about she's afraid of what she might do. So she's going to put out a song. Yes, instead. correct. I understand. OK, so I just okay. wanted you to understand those two. But going to Big Sean, because they're like, again, yeah, parallels, obviously, because I feel like this all happened after their breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that what he did was so important to put that information out into the world to express himself to actually say hey i wasn't in the right state of mind i wasn't good i needed to get away from all of this i needed to go back to myself yeah uh to be grounded again so i could actually enjoy making music so i could actually enjoy being me and living life 
So I, I feel like it takes a lot of guts to actually say that to the public, especially oh, yeah. in such a world where that's not recognized that mm-hmm. mental mental that we need mental breaks. And he was able to do that. Um, I don't know how you guys felt about his break, what, about that video, about him actually taking that mental. No, break. he said a lot of important things in the video. Um, so he, so like I said, he was talking about feeling lost and, and not being a hundred and everything he was doing to the point that he wasn't even enjoying making music. So mm-hmm. he wanted to take that step back. He was like, I, I went to therapy and I needed to try and get back that clarity, um, and really analyze myself. Who am I? Who am I now? And that's the thing too, which I, I think I, that I've been discovering this past few weeks is that like, I'm not the same person. I am constantly evolving. And sometimes you have to recognize and relearn yourself. Yeah. Um, so that's, I think that that's what he was going Amen. through and that <laughs> I think that's what he was going through. That's what he had to do. And then he said some, some really important things where, where he said, you cannot give or depend on anyone for love or a good time if you can't do those things for yourself. for yourself and i think we've said that i think we said that on the know yourself um know your worth uh, episode where it's just like yeah you need to you need to be that source so if you are not in sync with yourself and your spirit not you you actually won't enjoy anything else around you and that's going to affect like he said that's going to affect your relationships that's going to affect your work that's going to affect your career your passions to the point where stuff that you even liked to do before you don't even want to do that anymore because mm. you're not in sync with yourself so i thought it was very imp- i thought it was very important that he he was um that honest and vulnerable about yes. it and open you know he, because i think a lot of the time too is that people aren't Absolutely. And it's 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 like um it's not that it's like negative, but it's like almost like, why are you sharing this information when we should be? You know, we should be more active and more honest and, and walk in our truth um, so that other people are comfortable doing the same. Yes. You have to take a step back and look at it as also when people do try to speak up and say their truth and honestly talk about what's going on with them. You have people that pick apart what they say. Yeah. You know, that I mean, but and even that's going to be everything. That's going to be it? everything. But still, like people have to be able to acknowledge what's the difference between, you know, somebody just just saying something and somebody actually saying I- I'm actually going through something right now. I'm having a mm-hmm. hard time right now. This is actually a problem for me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. OK, so here's the thing. I, if I could answer that. Um, when you're going through something, sometimes you yourself don't can't pinpoint what it is that's wrong with yes, you. Yes, yes. So it's really difficult to articulate exactly like this is what's going on and this is what I need from you at the time. Yes, yes. It's very yes. difficult to do that. Now going back to I, I feel like we're referencing a lot our past uh, episode, which is know yourself, know your uh, worth. It's basically this: who do you have around you? What's your support mm. system? Right. So. When you're going through these things, yes, the people around you may not know how to deal with it with you. Yes. And that's fine. All you can do is vocalize. I'm going through something. I There's no way I can explain to you what it is that I'm feeling because I myself don't. And that's part of the reason why I'm so fucked up at the moment and why I'm... I'm having this anxiety. Why I'm I'm not able to express this feeling. That's what's wrong. That in itself is what's wrong. You also, like Julie said in that in that um episode was you need someone there to just listen sometimes. Mm-hmm. And not judge you or try to fix you. Absolutely. 
because that's uh, that's another thing like you yourself can't fix yourself and someone could tell you like okay well you know if you do x y and c things are gonna get better it's like no because yeah listen to what i'm saying hear me yeah i like the, the thing is like when it comes to energy and vibing and communication is like you could tell even at your worst of times you could tell who so, so when someone is genuinely there for you just mm-hmm. listening instead of someone just being there for you because they have to as a friend mm. if that makes sense so um just going back to how to vocalize it it's like i would tell people because i've been through something similar mm-hmm. is you can't necessarily because it's hard to tell people around you, especially when you have a certain personality where you're very bubbly, very friendly. Yes, yes. Hello. <laughs> and then it's like you're the opposite. And that's, that affects your relationships with people. It also. does, yes. Because one moment you're like really happy, then you're the next day, the next second, you're like you're really upset. And upset, yeah. 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 It, yeah. So it's just for people who might be going through that out there, my best advice is for you to tell those people around you in your life if they respect it great if they don't then don't don't let don't keep running that in your mind because it's gonna stress you out what you need to do is just literally just say i'm going through something right now i don't know how to explain this feeling i wish i did and that's the that's one of the reasons why i'm having this anxiety issue right now I just want you to know that because whatever I do or say, it's nothing. It's not a reflection of our friendship. Yes. Yes. It's not a reflection of our of our uh, friendship, one. And two, I just need you to be there for me mm-hmm. as a friend. And that's it. Don't ask anything else, nothing less, nothing more. That's it. That's me. That's what I would tell somebody. I think that's something important that now Javi, Steph, and I do, that even if we don't talk about the issues at hand, we're just like, friend, I'm going through it right now. And we all know what that means. And we continue our day as regular, but now with that in mind, that this is happening. Um, so I may not be 100 on certain things. Um, and I know, I think like a few weeks ago, six, maybe two months ago, um, I I had that conversation with Javi and Steph because I was now post post issue and I was able to sort through everything that I was going through and, and put into words and articulate and communicate what happened. So I was like, Hey friends, this is what's been happening to me within the past year. And I know that you guys knew something was happening already, but now I want to articulate and explain because I know our friendship has been different, you know, and I don't want this to, I don't want this to change, um, any feelings towards me or, or you guys to feel like I'm changing. It's just that, but that's exactly what it is. I'm changing. I'm growing. I'm, I'm, I'm learning new things about myself, discovering things that I love and I'm becoming this whole, whole different person. And I needed to do that alone. I needed to refigure myself out and I, I needed to figure out why I wasn't enjoying doing the same bullshit we've been doing this entire time. So, I was able to explain that after, but because, you know, they were patient with me and, and recognized that I, I was just going through something. So I think it's, it's, it's important that people, um, like individuals are a safe space, so to speak. So Mm -hmm. that, so that people are comfortable saying to you, Hey, I'm going through shit or, you know, like I'm fucked up right now. Um, and that it's okay. You know, because that's that's a whole other issue too. The fact that like when we're going through things, we feel like something's wrong with us. Yeah. But that comes from how you're brought up also. 
were you brought up in a home where it was like, you know, whatever goes on in here stays in here? Mm, you know, mm-hmm. if, if you're voicing your opinion on something, it's not just you voicing your opinion. It's you being disrespectful. It's you going against what I'm saying, you know? It's you being the disobedient child. A lot of times what happens, um, at least in some of my experiences have been, it's like you don't see that this person has a mental, not even so much as a mental illness, but just, just that that person isn't feeling well or that person is going yeah. through something and they don't really want to hear that. They're just like, oh, well, you know, you're just not being a part. You're just not participating. And it's just like, no, I, like, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't right <laughs> I now. actually cannot. Yeah. yeah. And there's those cultural stigmas that are like, oh, well, they'll say, oh, well, you know, she's tenderhearted. He or she is so sensitive. You know, you can't say certain things to them. They're touched. Mm, and when, like, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to be that way. It's just sometimes people just, I don't know, like certain dynamics don't need to go on. Like you don't need to pick at someone or. You don't need to make someone feel like they they can't speak up or voice their opinion just because it's not 100% with what you're saying or what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of the reason why a lot of people, people our age, black kids, Hispanic kids or whatever, are now starting to go to therapy, are now starting to talk about mental health and starting to talk about things because a lot of things you had to suppress as a child. Mm. or as a teenager you know you were going through things in high school or you know me being a lesbian not being able to talk about it as openly as I wanted to that had a role to play in my communication like I always felt like I had to keep certain things to myself for a long time just because I felt like well if I speak on that I'm gonna be shunned you know I'm gonna be told that there's something wrong with me I'm gonna be told that Mm. don't talk about that you know Yes. Those things play a part in how people are able to communicate and how people feel when they are told, you know, hey, you just have to just talk about it and let people know. Sometimes you can't do that because you 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 weren't raised to believe that speaking to someone, even someone that you feel so close to and you feel attached to and you feel like you can trust, you can't always just voice anything that you want to voice to them. Yeah. No, I know for like or me personally growing up, that, that was a thing. Like, even, like, with Shua, my dad, like, he would just be like, there's no reason you need to talk to anybody else about what happens in the house, you know? Or, like, how is how is a therapist or someone from the outside going to tell you how to handle your situation on the inside if they have no one? You know, like, like things like that that kind of, like, make you feel like you can't or you shouldn't talk to people about what's going on with you. Or that you just you just shouldn't be going through it at all. Like, what is wrong with you, you that, you're, that you're experiencing for- this? Yeah. Yeah, I'm so happy we're having this conversation and it just shows that more of us are understanding uh, the dynamics of mental health um, Mm -hmm. and also how to communicate because this means that our children will be more knowledgeable on how to 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 speak on uh, on their emotions or mental health, etc. Because I didn't know that was a thing. like it wasn't until i got older i'm like oh people talk to therapists just to talk i thought that that was because you had a mental issue in an illness yeah an illness mental issue meant that something's wrong with your mind that you needed pills or you got me just being able to have the communication to work through problems 
Yes, but I'm saying what she's saying is mental issue was equivalent to mental illness. Yes. Yes. And, men- and even mental illness itself is looked as a, uh, and it, there's nothing wrong with it because here's the thing it's like you have it you also have to deal with it the same thing that something's wrong with your body you have mm-hmm. a fever mm-hmm. oh shit I have a fever you deal with it and you fix it whatever it is if you if you don't if you take pills you take pills if you do teas and herbs and stuff great but you deal with it the thing with mount- mental issue mental illness is you have that that's fine. Now let's see how we're gonna, you know, solve this or see what the problem is, the root of the issue, etc. And that's the stigma with it, also, because I feel like it should be treated such as the same way we get like uh, yearly um, checkups. What is it? Yeah. Exams, physical exams. There should be yearly screenings for just, mental health as it's, well. It's it's education though, because I know like culturally, like that, like even even like now like a lot of people are being diagnosed with like adhd for like dominicans like adhd ain't a thing you're yeah. malcriado you know like you, you you just don't you just don't follow rules you don't you don't respect nobody you just can't pay attention like you, you're just a bad kid not yeah. that you actually have this this disability you know no so, loki i'll go ahead and finish the thought no go ahead loki i was like loki i think my brother had that <laughs> i'm not gonna lie no he did but like I'm the one that used to take care of him most of the time. And I realized that, like, the same thing. I had that mindset that he was just acting out. Yes. I never thought that there was there could be something really, like... he He's, he's not, you know, when he was younger, he was a little bit like this. Now yeah. he's not. But as but a Dominican person, that of all I know, at the, I knew at the time, I used to be like, he's just walling out. Yeah. This kid needs to sit down before, you know, we whip his ass or some shit. Correct. You know what I'm saying? And you would actually, you know, our people would... would, would beat these kids because yeah. they just thought they were acting up not realizing like they actually have an issue they actually have yes. a, a mental uh disability yes. that <laughs> that needs to be treated um so it's it's culturally we need to be more educated on mental health and in um statistics also uh caucasian kids are diagnosed with adhd way more than uh, than uh people of uh, kids of color like black and hispanics and because that's we changed. don't see it correct because yes exactly so black and hispanic parents aren't bringing their kids to the doctor to discuss why they're not i i feel yeah, like they're not they're not bringing their kids to discuss why they're not paying attention in class and stuff like that if your kid's not paying attention to in class and you know the teacher's calling you and all that stuff most of those kids are either getting on punishment you know or, yes. or spankings or something or beatings or whatever you want to call it these days like you better start acting right in school and all that stuff and sometimes that's sometimes that's 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 not the the right approach sometimes it's you know you actually do need to bring the child to the doctor and have a discussion about you know why they can't sit still or you know why Mm -hmm. they're unable to communicate a certain way you know sometimes Kids are nonverbal in their classrooms, and it's just like yeah. the teacher is not even saying to the parent, "Hey, your your child's not speaking." Child don't speak. Yeah, your child doesn't speak, and they're like, "Oh, well, they speak at home," and it's like, "No, but your child doesn't engage in class. Your child doesn't raise right. their hand. Your child doesn't work socialize. So- socialize. Like this is something you want to discuss, and it's like, well, you you complain if they talk too much. You complain if they if they don't talk at all, and so on and so forth. And it's just, you know." 
it's it's just hard because people don't have access to the information that they should have. Mm-hmm. With that thought, though, I do feel like I said before that I'm very glad that we're having this conversation. Is I feel like there's more people like us now that think the way we, we oh, do. Oh, yeah. I, the tides are definitely changing. Yes. We're definitely becoming more educated and more yes. responsible about our mental health. And I think that has to do a lot also with, um, I feel like people call us like, you know, snowflakes, the millennials or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's because we're sensitive or whatever. But in oh. reality, yeah. This yeah, is a movie called. that I watched yesterday, uh, Wine Country or something with... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tina Fey. Oh, I want to watch it on Netflix. Yes. Yeah. And and there's a scene where they're talking about, you know, you millennials are so goddamn sensitive. And it's just like, why? Because we care about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I feel like especially uh, immigrant kids or people of color, our age, like me, I came here when I was eight. Right. If I would have still been in DR and I would have had a family there and had kids there, I probably would have raised them still the same way that my parents mm-hmm. raised me. Mm-hmm. As opposed to me knowing the information that I know now and understanding how to approach these things, right? So I feel like more of us are there now and I feel like our children are going to be way better off than we were when it comes to communicating. Um, it's just that there's a complete shift in information and the fact that we yes. have access to information here we and we have access to resources that we're the first generation that we can literally type anything in google and get the answer within seconds so that's also something else that i was going to say i think also for um for us for people of color for for black and hispanic people our generations of our families have only ever been focused on or like like they had to focus on how mm-hmm, to survive. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Like th- like mental health and, and and passions and shit. That was white people shit. They had the, they had the luxury to do yes. that. We had to survive. Yes. Yes. So now that we are finally in in a place where we can survive uh, uh, somewhat easily. I uh, uh, can't speak for everybody, but Better compared than our, to compared our to our ancestors, yes. Now we can focus on mental health, on on your purpose in life, on your passions, and things like that. So I think that that's a big influence on why we we are able to have this conversation right now. Absolutely, yeah. That's a great point. That's a, such a great point. That's such a good point. But all thanks because, and praise to the ancestors, though, because without oh, no, without their struggle, without their their fight, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be this privileged, correct? Because we correct. we are privileged to be able to to be able to be in a space where we can talk about it and to be able to say, you know, if I need to go and speak to somebody, I can go and speak to somebody. I can request yes, a counselor. Yes. I can request a therapist or something like that. It's, oh, a, it's a privilege. It is. And people need to take advantage of it. And they need to definitely make sure that if you feel like something is wrong, be empowered to speak on it. Be empowered to say, hey, you know, I I need to see someone. Mm -hmm. I need to get something off my chest. You know, I need somebody who can recommend some steps for me to take to help me to get to where I need to be. Right. Yes. Go ahead, Evie. And also... Yeah, no, because that everything you just said goes back to what we were speaking about a bit earlier in the episode, which uh, was now you you know that you have to you could have someone to speak with a therapist, etc. Um, 
and acknowledging that, hey, something may be wrong. Yeah. What do you do when you acknowledge that something's wrong, right? And I just feel like we also talked about communicating this, yeah. communicating with those around us, et cetera. Um, and going back to, there's this quote that, um, that I found, and it's just basically about, again, going back to that one episode, hmm. um, was about choosing the right people to, to be around you. And why this is important is because the way you communicate with them becomes easier or harder depending on it. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's basically just says choose people who want to know what ignites your soul and what hurts you deeply. Choose people who want to see all of you and make it make it safe for you to bring your uh, one thing to them. Choose people who want to stand shoulder to shoulder with you and do the work. So with that being said, mm -hmm. something's wrong with you. If those people you've chosen around you are these people that I just mentioned in this quote, yeah, they'll know to be there for you non-verbally. Yes. Because again, what I said is that you need people to listen, not necessarily mm -hmm. to talk to you. For that, you could go see a therapist or whatever. Yeah. Which you should do. <laughs> Don't get no, me wrong. No, therapy is very fucking important. But the reason why I bring this up is because when you're going through shit, you're going through any mental issue, it affects so many relationships around you yes so many and you have to be able to know how to like speak if, you know if you're close to your family tell your family yeah in a way that they'll understand or even if you don't know how to put it in words like we said earlier tell them i'm going through something mm -hmm. i need to take a step back same with your friends but please do acknowledge that something's wrong and be able to tell someone that something's wrong the worst thing you can do is keep this within yourself by yourself because things become harder. So, okay, you've been saying, like, acknowledge and recognize, but how, like, how do we even get there? How do we, like, get sure. to the point where you take the step back and you're like, shit, something's fucking wrong. Okay, I could tell you. Okay. <laughs> when I finally re uh, recognized, this happened, like, two years ago, for like, to me. When I finally realized that something was wrong was when I wasn't enjoying things that I usually would. I would feel alone a lot, and I would feel anxiety because a lot of anxiety because I did not know what was going on in my life and who I was becoming as a person that has a lot to do with knowing who you are also mm -hmm. but during that time it's a time of transition yes so it's easy for you to have this anxiety and not know what's going on and and me for example I'm somebody who doesn't ask for help when I'm going through shit I like do like going through shit on my by my stop looking at me like that i like going I through <laughs> I, I like going through stuff by myself and then talking about it because i feel like i have the answers it's a, i guess it's a virgo thing it's like you like me i can fix everybody's life but when it comes to me it's just like no i'm gonna fix my own don't fix me but no so it's the moment that you realize yo i'm at a bar i usually be having a blast out here but I feel anxious. I don't want to be around people. Me, I love being around a whole bunch of people and making new friends out of our, like, y'all know this. I'm a very bubbly <laughs> person, very friendly person. When that starts to shift and I start be becoming like this introvert, don't get me wrong, I like being by myself also. I don't. I enjoy doing things alone, going to the movies alone. I yeah. enjoy doing this, those things. But when it starts to affect you in a negative way, like you want to be alone often, you start having certain thoughts that aren't regular thoughts for you to have. Yeah. I was like, wait, I've never thought of this before. Why? And all you want to do is break down. Yeah, something's yeah. wrong. <laughs> Friends, something's wrong. <laughs> Check mark. 
(laughs) (laughs) I think I think that's important because I think for for a long period of time it I think when I realized it was when I didn't want to be around my friends Mm. and um, yeah I you know me and my friends we just uh, fucking obnoxious as fuck and we're in there was a point where we would just go out like every weekend and we would enjoy each other's company and at some point down the line I was like I don't I don't want to do it and I consistently did not want to do it and I would lie about wanting to do it and I would be like, oh, I got to do, you know, like uh, I'm cleaning up, I'll let you know. And then I'll be like, oh, I haven't finished. I don't want to go or, you know, like something like that. And that's when I realized something, something was wrong because the things that used to make me happy were no longer doing so. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, like I was waking up with anxiety mm-hmm. every fucking yeah. day just because I had to, I had to live, you know, not, not, excuse me. I shouldn't say live, like be alive, but like I had to like go out and be a product of society. No, yes live yeah you know like i actually had to get out i had to go to work i had to you know interact with people that in itself aside from all the things i have to do getting outside of my house gave me the most anxiety yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. i remember i remember because we used to talk about that during this time yes but i what i also remember because i just because you mentioned your home is it like i would i would my anxiety we used to be so bad that i literally would get home from work lock the door behind me and just start crying Mm. just like bawling Mm. and go to sleep like it was crazy (laughs) and i want people out there to hear these stories and hear us saying this and i'm being very honest about this i'm very honest when it comes to these type of issues because i feel like more of us go through it Mm -hmm. than than we think then we acknowledge. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And mm-hmm. we don't talk about it. Like me, when I was going through, the, like, I would post shit, like, on Instagram or, like, oh, you know, I'm not, I, I would talk about it. Not because I needed attention, but because I felt like I was connecting with someone. Because I needed that connection mm, during that that's time. That's important. I needed that connection. Yeah. And people would literally hit me up, like, yo. Like, I had somebody hit me up telling me that they were about to commit suicide. And because of something they read that I said or something, they didn't. Mm, and I, I that wow. shit impacted me and I was like yo I just posted something like you know I, it was like a paragraph I wrote or whatever about my situation but they read that and they were like shit I'm not alone and they told me how much that meant to them and they didn't commit suicide and I was like my posts aren't that annoying that bitch like, <laughs> you get me like it's impacting someone and the only reason why that person was able to read that was because I was able to be vocal about it mm, mm-hmm. and I just feel like that aspect of it being able us right now being so vocal about our own experiences I really do hope if you're listening to this if you have been through something like this or you are going through something like this you're fine you're gonna be okay right it's now it's going through no Yes, because right now it doesn't feel like it. And you're probably, listen, I understand. You're probably in a corner by yourself and the world's against you and your friends ain't shit. I know. It's cool. But what I also do know is that your back doesn't have to be. Your back's not up against, against the wall. No. You're not between a rock and a hard place. There's no, always not. a way out. Yeah. You're not because you're the only person in control of your life. And once you realize this, once you realize that you're it, you're the person in control of it, you're in control of this anxiety, this depression, this, this great cloud on top of you or whatever. Once you realize that you're the only one that could turn that shit on and off. Yes. You're going to realize that you're the one that's going to get you out of this. No matter who's around you, your friend, family, therapist, no matter who the fuck is around you. 
they're not gonna be able to fix you. You could have somebody to talk to. That's great because you don't feel alone. But you're the only one that's gonna be able to actually dig down and be able to mm. pick your bring yourself back up. And I really mean that because I myself have been through that. And for a long time, I was like looking around me and my friends who were there for me, like my best friends that I known for. 10 plus years weren't there for me during the time and i'm like where the fuck my friends at now and it's just like well don't get me wrong shout out to my friends that were but <laughs> um but yeah no my, my friends that that weren't there for me i was like where are they and i i was putting a lot of accountability upon them well, my point to that was to take account of like that you're the only one accountable for your for yourself and that even though you want to like point fingers and have someone there helping you help is great but help is not necessary when you're the one going through it and it's your it's your mental state you're the one that knows what to do mm-hmm. that was it but yes that's important for you to always take your your mental health and not put it on other people because it's not yes. on other people to make you feel positive about what's going on in your life so yes. like, so Correct. let's touch on that you you're talking about things that your friends are doing and like everything like that but what are some of the things that you guys do to help you stay in a positive mental space because something that I do is every morning when I get up, I say what I'm grateful for just to help me get in that positive mental space and help me get those positive thoughts going and start getting me ready for the day. Because what you said, Evie, it's like when you start to feel like those things that you usually enjoy doing and, you know, things become hard for you. For me, it's when getting up in the morning is hard. Yeah, it's when the first alarm or the first two alarms don't do it for me. And I and I'm already behind the what needs to happen for the day. I'm already That's taking important. time to get up and not sticking to my routine. I need to I need to incorporate that. I've been saying for like the past five years that I'm going to start doing that that list about what I'm grateful for. And I still haven't. But I know one thing that I feel saved me was 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 going to the gym. Mm-hmm. I need that now. For my anxiety, uh, and I'm and I and I always catch myself when I say it because I've been trying to not claim the anxiety and call it the anxiety, not my anxiety, but I still call it my anxiety. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But at that at that low point in my life, one of the things that I was struggling with was my weight, and so I was like, "That's one mm-hmm. thing that I know I can do right now." So I started going to the gym, and other things started to fall into place as time progressed. So my anxiety, the anxiety is completely different than what it was a year and a half, two years ago. Working out at, at my gym has like significantly reduced my anxiety. So that's something that, that I know for sure. Like that works for me. Um, also, also during that time I submerged myself into my writing. I think that's probably when I was doing my best, my best work. Um, when it came to my blog, um, everything that I felt was just going pen to paper. Um, so that, that helped me too. Cause it's, it's, it's what you said, Evie, when you were able to vocalize and somebody was like, wow, that touched me. When I started putting shit down and, and, and posting and, and, and sharing my poems and my stories and people started like responding to me and, and following me and saying, wow, that shit, like yes. that one right there. Connection. That's, yes. That, that pushed me even further. That, 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 that helped my, my trajectory in order to get out of it. Um, just knowing that I could also inspire despite 
what what was going on internally and i feel and i still feel these ways even like the the last meet that i had the deadlift meet i didn't do the 300 that i wanted to do and it was fine and i felt great but then somebody came up to me afterwards they were like wow you really inspired me and that you know like just knowing that someone's watching you that someone's listening that someone's reading and you're touching them yeah that 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 just launches you forward i feel helping somebody else is always just as helpful because yes. a lot of the time when you don't know what to do for yourself, the answer is just to help someone else. Mm. So for me, when I, when I have a moment and, you know, if I'm not feeling my best, but there's someone around me who needs a helping hand at work, I'm always there to help somebody else. I'm always there to give somebody a, a helping hand with whatever they need. If they need to talk so, to someone, I try to be that person that they could come and talk to just because... It makes me feel good about myself that I can be of service and help someone else. And I've always had that outlook on life. I think we should be careful, though, when it comes to things like that, about being consumed in other people's mess as a way to avoid ours. I'm not saying to be consumed in other... No, no, no. No, that's what I'm saying. No, no, no. That's why I'm saying... No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying you're saying. I'm saying we should be careful to not do that. Because you're saying helping other people, like, makes you feel better, but... You shouldn't only be helping other people. This is what I'm saying. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying as a tool that sometimes when you don't know what to do for yourself, sometimes helping someone else can help you release what's actually going on with yourself. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you should just go and throw yourself 150% towards helping other people and you yourself is a mess. But when you've tried everything else that there is to try and, you know, you've prayed and you've written down your affirmations and you've written down the things that you want to change and you've written down all the things that you can do and you've gone through your list of all the things that you've done and you really still keep hitting the brick wall, sometimes the answer is just to go and say, okay, well, there's someone else that could use a helping hand a lot more than I can. There's another situation out there that's a lot worse than I can. And I'm not saying to take that and use that to build yourself up, but actually use it as a tool to help you humble yourself and reset and realize what you actually need to do to be happy and to realize that you're okay in whatever space that you're in and you're okay in whatever circumstance that you're in. Absolutely. And what she's saying, Julie, is basically how you and I became friends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what she's saying. Um, Cause like it's about connection. The overall theme here, the last couple of minutes I've been talking about our experiences yeah. has been connection. You for you, what helped you was the connection. Yeah. That for her as well, and for me too. So I felt like we were helping each other out through this. Okay. Yes. I and agree. that that made me feel better because okay. I was like, I'm not alone. I'm able to help someone also along this. If I if I could see that they're making progress, so can I. And I told you this even because you know I'm very emotional when it comes to these things, well to everything. But um, I told you I always tell you how proud I am of you and I, how inspired I, I was by your progress, by your decision making, and all these things. Mm-hmm. I told you this because I saw myself in you when we were going through the same thing. Right. So by me having that connection to you at the time i was able to say shit okay i could get out of this too and that that's to me connection with others is what helps me through okay being able to connect on that level yeah i see i understand thank you stupid 
But um, yes, no. So, okay. So it's important to A, vocalize. Uh, B, make sure you're connecting with people. Um, be educated. And don't be afraid. Like if you're going through something that's that's completely okay. If you have if you have a mental health disorder, that's also okay. Um as long as you you're working on it and you know how to manage it. Like there's nothing there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you communicating. Um yeah, I just think as a society we just need to be more accepting and more aware. And if you think something's off, period, just go to a therapist. Like most health insurance cover that now. Yeah. And honestly, this is the approach we have to 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 have is look at it as you're going to go get your your yearly dental or your six month dental thing done. Check up. You're right. Yeah, that's it. Like, oh, shit, I'm not feeling 100 like me this week. I had a day. I had a whole day. Well, yesterday. <laughs> but like yesterday, I had yes. a whole day. Um, I, I, Listen, I wasn't answering nobody's texts. Put my phone away. I was just having a day. And days like those, it's it's cool to have a day. But if, if these days become more frequent, yeah. um, you should definitely go and see, you know, someone to talk to a therapist. You'd be like, hey, I've been feeling this way. And guess what? You dealing with this, acknowledging, like, wait, I'm having these days more often. It's not just one day that I'm having, like, a bad day. I'm just stressed. Yeah. No. It's, it's becoming a pattern here. Um, once you acknowledge that, next step, take action. Okay. Before you even have to vocalize this to your friends, because the issue isn't that big yet, you already dealing yeah. with it. I think sometimes what I do too is like I take a step, like when I acknowledge that I'm going through something or like my body is fighting me, I take a mental health day. Mm. I say, okay, cool. I actually cannot, so let me not. Yeah. Let me let me call out of work. Let me cancel whatever the fuck I had planned today, and let me cool it. Let me give my body and my mind the rest that it's been asking me for. Deserves. Uh, yes, and that it deserves. And just take a second. Because sometimes it's not even like like big shit. It's just like, for me personally, like, I'm doing 17 things for six weeks straight. And my body's like, it's um, time to relax. excuse me, yeah. miss, hello. Yeah. So just be conscious and, and, and listen to your body, your soul, your spirit absolutely i'm much on that and, and again going back to that episode know, <laughs> your, know yourself like once like yes listen. yes and, and listen to those people who are still struggling with that concept it's okay because every day we're evolving and I, I i want you guys to understand that every all of this it seems like a big ass deal but that's because we don't talk about it but it's yes. really okay yeah. it's really so okay you have no clue. Like, we're all going through it. We're all going through these things. We've all gone through these things. Nobody talks about it. But we're here to talk about it, Adika Chisme, because we got you. Adulting is hard. We know that. So we out here giving you our truths, giving you some info also. We hope you take it. Um, if you don't, we hope you share it. If you don't share it, we hope you learn something from it. If you need somebody to talk to, we're here. No, seriously, I, I like when it comes to these type of things. Yeah, I, I'm really good. I'm, that's something I'm good at. <laughs> I'm good with this shit. No, I am. I'm not even gonna be humble about it. Um, nah. So definitely DM us when it comes to this. Yeah, these DM things. us. Send us an email, dkchisme at gmail .com. You can DM us. One of us will respond on, on the Instagram. Um, we're on Twitter. If you don't want to talk to 
through Twitter. That's that's cool too. Um, but yeah, if if you don't have that that support or that connection that that we are talking about, we could be there for you. Yes, and here's the thing that also we keep telling you. It, 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 it's you need someone to listen to you. So it, it, like Julie just said, if you don't have like it's not even that you don't have the support, but you don't want to talk to anybody around you because you don't know what the hell is going on. Right. And you just need a stranger, someone from the outside to listen in. Um, you know how to contact us. So please. We're not therapists, but we are here to give you a voice, give you a helping hand, give you an ear. So um, do contact us again. Um, that being said, as always. Thank you guys for tuning in. Yes. Um, yes. I, 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 I'm really happy that we got to talk about this, guys. I think it's very important. Um, I think a lot of people need to hear this. Um, so thank you again. Um, everybody, thank you again for listening. If you know somebody that's going through something and you don't know how to be there for them, but you think maybe sending this podcast their way might might make some sort of change or something, go ahead and share that with them. Um you know, that's what this this platform is all about. Um, nice. Yeah, share this with your friends, your family, your co-workers. Everybody. Both your Everybody. Everybody. Both yeah. your baby dad. No, especially your baby daddies. Um, <laughs> they need to understand their mental health. Their mental health. Absolutely. Open those lines of communication. That is yeah. correct. And also, with that being said, um, thank you guys, my co-hosts, for sharing your own personal stories. Because, again, it's not an easy thing. We're not used to talking yes. about these things, especially in such a public forum, such as a podcast. Yes. Um, so thank you guys for speaking your truth. And, um, yeah, I just want to also thank you for the hard work you guys do put into this, um, this, this podcast. Because it does take a lot of time and hard work. And I think that has to be acknowledged. And I just thought this was the right time because, you know, mental health. I just wanted to give you some positive <laughs> feedback. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you also for the work that you do. Um, speaking of, of this podcast, guys, we're going on a summer break. Um, so we have a few episodes left, maybe I think four episodes before mm-hmm, we go mm-hmm. on our summer break. So we just wanted to let um, listeners know that that was happening. We're going to take uh, a few weeks off in the summer. Um, you might get a surprise bonus episode here or there when we get together. Don't know. Haven't, haven't thought it out yet, but we got a lot of things coming in, in, in the pipeline. Um, so we just want to keep everyone posted on what it is that we're doing. FYI, we do know because we don't got to get ready because we stay ready. You're stay ready. So you don't got to get ready all day. (laughs) (laughs) With that being said, and that's all for this week's episode of DK Chisme. I'm Ali. This is Evie. And I'm Julie. Until next week, Chismosas. Peace. Bye. (laughs) Bye.